Christmas, Jared. Merry Christmas to you and you and you and you and especially you. And this is what about them? The fest podcast. Yeah, I love how you get con me into being all festive and you're in here with an ACDC shirt and a camouflaged hat that nobody can see. I wouldn't call the the Dude, sweater there festive. This isn't. I would call that you festive. I would Christmas call sweater. it a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> it's my beautiful sweater. And however, you wore my hat that I brought. Did you bring this hat? Yes, I brought that hat. No. Mm -hmm. Yes. It, that's because your other hat was way too hot for this afternoon. Or you can't. You know, the other hat that you had on was way better than that hat. That was so and hot. that. And that was a gift I gave you for Christmas it was, two years a, ago. It's a great gift. But and you decide not to not to show the greatness of that hat in today's podcast. So next week, maybe Jared will wear that one. Inside baseball, when we're shooting in here in the afternoon, it is a sweat box. And that hat would have had me red-faced, probably passed out in like droplets of sweat. Well, when we do have a live studio audience, which we did this afternoon, and we have the Light Jumper Boys with us tonight. Right? Woo! Trace Jacob. Thanks, boys. Making it happen. Making it happen. <laughs> Making, it happen. Making it real. You, yeah, you. Me, yeah, you. Sound check it, Jared. Sound check it. So we're going to do a little indie country fest update. That'll be a fun one. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I've already we're going to talk about you and you, <laughs> you and, and you and them. And them. <laughs> All right. And why they should be buying tickets for them. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's right. He's right. So then uh, we're going to talk about uh, some fan fe or festival <laughs> news around the world. Yes. And yes. So we're going to go vaccine a little bit. We're still going vaccine. That's three weeks in a row. You found two of them because it's very relevant. Though, it is too. because it's the science and oh. business oh. intertwining to kind Twine. of come up with solutions for what we're going to do in the future. Maybe. Well, is it? I don't know. Wait and see. All right. <laughs> and then our headliner this week was Bob Bliss. That was super fun. I mean, that guy's got decades and decades of entertainment, music and country music festival entertainment experience. He has many great, funny stories. stories. He was good. And we're thinking about adding maybe. We got to talk to A Bob about this. segment. Like, yeah. What would that segment be? Story time with Bob. Story time with Bob. We got to limit him, though. You gotta yeah. say like five ten minutes, or we could end up with like two hour podcasts, which which could be very good and dynamic. It was when we did the headliner. <laughs> we got we just got rolling and rolling. It was like oh boy, yeah. We need to roll it back a little. So bit. those of you listening, you can go ahead and jump onto our YouTube and watch it too, because that is great. And it, you know, and Bob's a very dynamic person and has a great personality and and great stories. And I enjoy talking to him uh, all the time. And, and for those of you that I don't want to spoil it, but a lot of you do know, but he is on the ND Country Fest team as well. So right. it's it's a it, it's a fun one. So take a listen and it's it's great. It's great. I laughed a ton. I, I think the what would you do if there was no COVID <laughs> was the best answer, right? Best answer yet. And we've had a lot of cool guests yeah, on. I didn't know what to say. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you could probably be doing that right now, but okay. So check that out. That's you like the little jingle? <laughs> yeah, it was jingling this afternoon. I know. Too. I thought it was very festive. When I tried to make a jingle during it, it wouldn't. And then some <laughs> random point, I'd hear this like. You would move. You yeah. took a drink of your Took thing. a drink and it goes. Bing. Bing. All right. So then uh, Ralphie's top three, we're doing, I don't know. Christmas it was Christmas decorations. It was good. It was solid. It went. Uh, it it was. It was solid. It was solid. I give it, it like solid. a B minus. And then stage left. We you know what we never talked about this, but that'll be that'll we be did. interesting because uh, we don't really know. We didn't prep for it. No, I prepped. Oh I, come on! There, there's 
yeah, I can talk about 70 to zero or <laughs> 70 to seven for an entire hour. I could do a whole podcast. Well, that's that only going to be about two minutes. We need to bring like Joe Healy back and just relive every play. <laughs> How can these fine people f- listen to us and find us? Jared? Apple podcasts. Uh, if you're there or uh, rate, excuse me, review, subscribe, you know, who hadn't subscribed to you uh, yet? This is my brother. Your brother, Mikey. I cook his phone. He's like, eh, I don't know. I tried to find you. It was very hard. <laughs> no, you didn't. I spent a lot. I'm like, here, let me type in the fast <laughs> podcast. I didn't, I, I didn't have to do that. I typed the fast. And boom, it popped boom, right up. It pops. He's like, oh, what my gosh. What platform was that? That was on Apple. Ah. So that's our new plan. All right. If yeah. you're a lover of our podcast, the next time you see a friend, loved one, countryman, grab their phone. Or say, your lover. Or a lover. Wow. <laughs> It's getting sexy time here tonight, Luke. Jeez. You're the one talking about lovers. Grab their phone and see if they're subscribed. If they're not subscribed, type in the Fest Podcast, find us there, and subscribe. Hey, and hey, go ahead. Leave five-star review. Yes, I love that part. Right, gets us in the algorithm. And you can also jump over and grab their phone and throw them on our YouTube channel. Go to the, the Fest Podcast YouTube channel. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button because our first 100 people are, are going to get into a great big uh, some giveaways that are going to be pretty cool. Are we being a little forward by, you know, grabbing the phone and hitting the podcast <laughs> and then going to YouTube? It's oh. climbing though. You know what? Some of these views on some of these YouTube ones, we've even had some great traction in the last three, four weeks. So thank you for all of you who are watching the YouTube channel and who are listening to the podcast. That's, uh, that's great. And what's great about the YouTube channel, they can actually view us and view and see our guests because they have many different expressions as we're talking and going through this thing. Right. And uh, it's fun. It's fun and we've had uh, some great guests especially the one with bob here and then even the one with jay uh from from coors light jerome distributing that was good that was i good. think all of our headliners have been really good Do you know who we should talk back with who is um oh chris <laughs> chris Simero, yeah yeah because the it's nba is getting to ready start. to start again and i'm just interested in what their plans are gonna be that is fun Hey, you know what? It's snowing right now, and we're going to go right into ND Country Fest updates. You better not be (laughs) Brought to you by Leisure Shusky. Find your keys with Lee. Andy Country Fest updates, Jared. You know what? This is the giving time, the great time. It's the holiday spirit. It's got Christmas is right around the corner. But you know what? You do think about others. But sometimes, especially this time, you got to think about you, right? You know what? Here's where I've been doing this podcast too long or doing the lives too long. Or we've been talking about this so much. Uh, I saw a car commercial this weekend, right? Yeah. And normally the car commercials are a little weird at Christmas. Right. It's like, hey, give your husband this brand new car and without even talking to him. Before we move any farther, can I yeah. tell you what my favorite one is? Okay. When the guy comes home and says, hey, I bought your Christmas gifts. And he has two cars out there. One's an awesome kick-ass truck. Oh, she takes the truck. And the other one's the SUV. And she goes, oh, my favorite color is red. And she took the truck. I don't like that in any circumstance, because if you went home and told your wife you bought her a car yeah. and it was just sitting out there and you gave her no say, no choice in the matter, no color, no, nothing, would she be happy with you or would she be a little bit peeved off? I'm assuming they went shopping prior and then he just went and got it without her knowing. That's not how that commercial reads to me. <laughs> so anyway, proceed, so, my friend. So anyways, this was the commercial that I really liked in the cars because the whole ad is... S U V, right? Except 
when I'm hearing it, I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about buying myself NDC Country Fest tickets because that's all we've been talking about. And it's very true, right? right? So this time, you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, you got to take care of yourself. You know, yourself have been, you know, been jammed up for about eight months, haven't been really out having great times. But think about yourself. Go ahead and get yourself that VIP ticket, get that GA ticket, get the camping because it's going to be a blast. And it's something to look forward to as we progress farther and farther through this whole whole thing together and july is going to be uh, a great time yeah it's funny like my wife and i were out walking the dogs the other night and she was like you know how i said i wanted to get a, a cricket or i don't know cry cut it's i don't know some diy thing yeah you make stuff out of oh, it oh sure Do you know what I'm talking seen about? That, you yeah. seen that she's like but i've decided i want to get something else for christmas and i'll just get for myself and she said it i have no idea what she said like i'm like all right whatever I'm like okay i'll get that Knowing full well, I'm going to get her something anyway, because, you know, I'm not going to fall into that. <laughs> and so, um, but then again, she's not going to get me what I want, right? Maybe. So I might as well take care of myself. Well, exactly. Get me some nice VIP. You're going to get two country. VIP passes. Two? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> For her, or I gotta bring no, her. Whoever, <laughs> I can give Cameron. It to, yeah, Cameron, if you're out there, Cameron will take care of me. Which we know you are. The Linegar. <laughs> he'll definitely. Oh, he'll right? definitely come. Right. He's going anyway. He's going. And anyway. you know that tent you're talking about earlier. Oh know? yeah. <laughs> Bob, Cameron like, in, the of, yeah, in the middle of no, a monsoon. Just like, you, oh. Cameron would make friends real quick. Yeah, Cameron make friends. There you go. And he'd then probably right. save me in a monsoon. Oh yeah, yeah. Ex-military guy. Ex-military guy. You're. Well taken care of. Well taken care of. But that's what I'm thinking. It's just, it, it's a well-placed ad. And, and the, it's so well-placed that I thought about us after I saw that ad. And so. it's true. You take care of yourself. Get that good time out there. Go to ndcountryfest.com. Some of those spots and experiences are getting tight. We do have one that is sold out, which is the uh, elevated platform. How about those porta potties? Yep. sell more of them? <laughs> porta potties are going fast. And that's something I mentioned too, right? I mean, that's one of the things. It's the I'm world in. we're in. And, you know, we've seen a 300% increase in our porta potty sales. For those of you that, you that are camping, you can get your own porta potty on your own. It's like a game site. changer for me. Well, it is. Well, you know, we had talked about this and maybe people aren't comfortable using the ones where there's like 200 in a row and they're like, well, I want my own on my own campsite. So I don't have to share anything with that, which totally get it. And our whole team sanitizes all those anyway throughout the whole. Can I get two weekend. porta potties and have a his and hers? You can. You can. There's no limit on the porta potties. <laughs> wow. So let me get take this a straight. Look. So I'm shopping for myself for Christmas. Uh -huh. I'm going to get VIP tickets yeah i'm getting a vip ticket all right i got an extra get, large vip camping site is there an extra large vip yeah, camp? not oh, many so, left so those. i gotta get that yeah and then if i'm bringing the current mrs bennett i gotta get his and her porta potties because there's porta no potties. way she's sharing and, and your maybe, camping passes as camp, well oh i gotta get camping passes too yeah all right and then what else am i getting you know what? Um, you are pretty maxed out, my friend. That's it. And then you'll end up getting your beers and you're ready to roll. Uh, so I've bought beers everything I could possibly beers, buy. Beers, drinks, t-shirts, food. You're not going to come back next week and go, hey, you know what's really oddly selling? The XYZ package that we, <laughs> we've never talked about in the entire time I've known you. So. No, that's it. You'd be set. You'd be set. And you know what? You'd be have something, like I said, something to look forward to. And it'll be a, it'll be a great time. So what do you think? We should find our, uh, get a little more knowledge about Lee. Hit it. All right. Let's do it. Lee's a good guy. What sets me apart is I like to interact with my eight clients a little bit more, maybe. Just actually become more friends with them than just the client business relationship. I'd probably have to say it'd be Who Hut just because 
I like the food and my daughter absolutely loves it. I chose real estate because I like to help people and it's fun, it's exciting, it can be stressful, but it's always good to just find a solution to a problem. So I need who hut and I need <laughs> turkey <laughs> dinner pizza when this we go to North stop. Dakota. This is our hard stop, right? Okay. No, we're going. Oh, we're hard stopping yeah. now. <laughs> we are making snowmen and we are heading into fan festival news from around the world. So there were a couple articles that came out. One on Rolling Stone that was talking about how uh, there was a festival in Barcelona. Yes. And not you know what? I don't know if it was a festival per se or a scientific experiment. So Two different articles. Polestar has an article about it. Rolling Stone has an article about it. New York Times has an article about it, right? Uh -huh. So New York Times yeah. talks about how it's a scientific experiment. Yeah. They got a thousand people together. Mm -hmm. They gave them all a rapid testing, te uh, a rapid test on the COVID. Yeah. Uh, halfway through the day, if you tested negative, then they took 500 of those negative people and said, hey, you got a five-hour concert now that you can go watch, right? And so the whole point of that was to look and see how the people that went to the concert spread COVID if they did and how the control group of the people who didn't go to the concert um, and went out and how they spread COVID. And also I believe it was to see how quickly they could process those people. They're processing them in. And so then that's and the false new false negatives too, right? That's well, so here's, here's the false positives. Here, or false negatives, false negatives however, you want, right. however you want to call it. So that's the New York New York Times side of it, all right? Mm -hmm. So the Rolling Stone and the Polestar side of it, mm -hmm. which are both music, you know, Rolling Stone is Rolling Stone. Right. Polestar is for music. Music, anybody who's into right. music, yeah. Right, and so how they were pitching it is, hey, this is how, this could be the future, right? So we rapid test somebody. If you come back negative, then you get into the show, right? Mm -hmm. Problematic, Why? If they come problematic, why? Yeah. Well, it could be false negatives. False positive, false negative. Yeah, false positive, out. false negatives, however you want to do it. And then all of a sudden it's spread out and all that kind of stuff. Right. And possibly we're, we're in kind of this weird world right mm -hmm. now where we're just trying to find solutions, right? The question is too then. So if that person purchased the $200 ticket, then you're refunding them right on the spot? Yes. And then what about resale market? Like, right. what's I your bought like a ticket. Tying, I I'm bought good. a ticket. I want to sell it to somebody else. You've got to get them negative right before they go. They get to test it. There's all of those problems that are there. And then is it vaccine cards and all that? I know that's been tossed around. We've read a couple of or a couple of articles on that. Vaccine right. card, no vaccine card. We're not going to do that. We're going to do that. We, nobody knows. And it's we were talking about it on the way over. It's like, okay, so they make you sit in the car for. <laughs> yeah, so like we get tested. Three hours. So you, we get tested. Which one? You want to get it? I want to get Doesn't it. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'll take it for the Rochambeau. team. I'm positive. All right. Luke's positive. I can't I'm go. I'm like, woohoo, I get to go to the concert. And I'm like, how? Because you're sitting in the car. With me. I said, no, I, wasn't, I don't know who Luke Schaefer is. <laughs> yeah. We completely came different. I don't know who that. Or that do they is. eliminate the group and actually have to ask you who you who you're with? So then I don't know. Like so, there's contact tracing from that. We'll say there's four of us. One's positive in the car, and right. the other three aren't. But then you can't. The other three can't go. Well, and it's interesting because the Golden State Warriors, you know, NBA mm -hmm. is starting up already, which is crazy. Like they want to get in before. 
They're tra- they're tra- they're traditional opening or they have the traditional Christmas day right. games. They want to get in before that, but they seems like they just finished. But the Golden State Warriors are <laughs> they did kind of uh, right? they I got to give them like the more than a golf <laughs> they clap. It. They did for it. getting out there this soon. The Golden State Warriors wanted to spend thirty million on testing their fans and bringing them in, and uh, San Francisco is like, nope. But that just goes to show, too, uh, you know, I didn't say this when we were talking about it earlier, but that just goes to show how important fans are to the environment and the actual the actual games themselves and the importance of, you know, you, let's just, let's just call it, call it what it is. The revenue towards those sports. That's a big deal. Having those people on property and enjoying themselves and having, you know, that extra revenue that comes from people sitting in the seats. I mean, selling tickets is a big deal for, for all of them, all the teams, baseball, football, basketball, soccer games, everything. So there was, I was listening to music concerts. Uh, well, who was I watching? Uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's doing, you know, he's got his sh- his talk radio show and yep. he was talking about the Buffalo Bills not playing fake music or fake fan noise versus everybody else playing fake fan noise. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference like, oh, which, completely. Which version do you want? And I'm kind of with the, I'm with the fake fan noise, except when, uh, was it two weeks ago when ASU played? Whenever ASU would do something good, you know, whose fight song they played? The other teams. No. Who, Even U of A's. U of A's fight song. <laughs> That's how stupid they were. <laughs> so, so I'm for it to the, I'm for it if I'm watching it right. on TV, obviously. Right. Um, but if it's all jacked up, it just sucks. There's it's some like of this that is, is too, too dumb. It's too made up. It some of the football sense. games I've watched, they've done a really good job right. of like, hey, I, it actually feels like there are people there. And then you look and it's like, uh, well, there <laughs> are some people there. Like five. But, you know, I think the Golden State Warriors, if they were doing their testing or rapid testing in a state not in California, uh, they may, if they were in Texas or it'd be interesting, yeah, sure, Oklahoma, Texas for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, Maybe, if yeah. the thunder or is it the thunder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Oklahoma thunder, Oklahoma city thunder. If they were testing there that they might be able to do that. Yeah. Right. And, and my true belief is this is all going to get figured out rather quickly because well, there's so many things that need to get this figured out and fast and, it was, and the vaccines coming in. It was interesting. Here. It's, here. it's not even coming anymore. It's you here. know, we had a vaccine talk today. Like uh-huh. I went in with my mom to one of her doctors, uh, her allergist, and we were talking about the getting the vaccine, whether my mom should or she shouldn't, why she shouldn't, um, mm-hmm. why she should. And then, you know, I'm self-interested. So I'm like, okay, right. so when, when do you think I'm going to, it's going to roll around for someone like me? And she's like April. And then, you know, I get in the car tonight and we're talking and you're like, well, how'd you come up with April? And you start giving me the, thing. I don't know. Just look at I me. gave you the attorney right. jargon. She looked Where at me. were you when she said April? I don't know. She was, <laughs> she was a really good doc. And she looked at me and gave me the heads up and down. The and said, April you, it is. You look like an April guy. An April. So I then, think that was a safe call for her. Well, but we got back here and we pulled up the Maricopa County requirements right and that's which is in arizona for right. our all of our listeners all around the world which we have hey we have some uh we got ireland ireland's locked we down. got vietnam too now we got a vietnam yeah how cool is that and then youtube has all of the we have a ton YouTube has all the girls that want to see Ralphie. <laughs> Ralphie has a fan club. So but then, she does go and says, you, we looked up the Maricopa. We looked it up and we're. And, and I had to laugh. And that was the best. Because there's literally no dates. No, it's like, okay, so right now, December to spring, 
we're going to have three phases, one through B, mm-hmm. one through C, yep. or A through C. And the first phase is, what was it, medical workers? I don't remember, but it all it all went through it. Like medical workers, uh, oh, she's uh, healthcare, 65 and older, those sorts of things. Then it was like, oh, if you missed out on the last batch, then you're in this batch. And then, you know, essential workers here. And then spring, oddly enough, April, we call that spring in Arizona, is um, when the next batch of people with vaccines could get it. Well, and the thing is, everybody and whoever's, you know, as this process moves forward, it's just going to get better and better and more efficient. So they'll be able to distribute things and manufacture things it's quicker. quicker and 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 they're going to learn more move. about it and even just how to distribute it and who wants it and who, who doesn't want it. And they know percentages then like, oh, it's for, for this, whatever. Millions of people, a million people and, you know, 20% of them didn't even want it. So we only had 800. So we only had 80%, 800,000. So right. we have 80% that will we'll end up doing it. So then they can start calculating and moving it quicker and quicker and quicker. Right. It will evolve it's, quick. Look how fast it already has. It's already had. We're here. <laughs> We're there. The FDA just approved it and they said, good to go. So. Yeah. Crazy. Hit that, Bruno's. Bruno's. We're good. ND Country Fest 2021 is coming back stronger and better than ever with Brantley Gilbert, Dustin Lynch, Little Texas, featuring Diamond Rio, Leroy Parnell, John Michael Montgomery, with more coming soon. Plan now to attend Dakota's largest and nation's fastest growing country music and camping festival, ndcountryfest.com. Sponsored by Coors Light, Action Motorsports, New Vision Security, Trans Trash, Smithworks, and American Family Insurance, DJ Coulter Agency. All right, we are jingling our way into our headliner. Jared, brought to you by Bruno's Pizza, $15.99, any large, anytime. Order yours today at brunosnd.com. We have a special headliner today, uh, a man with decades of experience in the music industry, has done many things, is known as the godfather of country music festivals, a friend of mine, a great team member of ND Country Fest. We have Bob Bliss with us today. There he is, the godfather in the flesh, baby. There he is. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Good to see you, Bob. Good, good. the godfather. Known, <laughs> known as the godfather by very few. <laughs> by Luke. <laughs> Bob, tell our listeners, you know, you have decades of experience uh, in the music industry. Tell us some of those special stories. One, you know, touch on how you got into the into the gig and then some special some special experiences you've had. And, and you're from a small town in Minnesota. Is that right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I was born and raised in Arlington, Minnesota. It's in uh, central southern Minnesota uh, farm community. And uh, then made my way up towards Fargo, North Dakota. And Go uh, Bison. Go Bison, absolutely. <laughs> and she'd still be here. And uh, while, while I was there, when I was, when I was in high school, uh, theater and entertainment was, was – uh, was always something I was very interested in. And it's actually what probably I hate to say it, but it's the truth kept me in high school. Oh, um, wow. you know, there, there was, uh, art, all, all of that. That was, that was just the, the things that I gravitated towards. And, um, when I got up into uh, Fargo, um, I got involved with a, uh, fairly, um, I'm going to say it this way, a very hip church that right, uh, right. like to like to do a lot of things, reaching out to the community, what have you. 
and uh, we did all kinds of things in, in drama and musicals. And um, we also then uh, got into promoting concerts, uh, Christian concerts. And um, so this, this would have been back in the late seventies. That was a very and, hip uh, church. For yeah, the 70s. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we really, really was was sort of cutting edge, and it was fun. Um, and uh, from there, I uh, I also then started uh, an organization that, uh, especially, if, you know, our our, our uh, way of uh, presenting the gospel was using the theatrical arts. And that was from theater to music to interpretive dance. And the interesting thing is, is the audience that at, for this organization, the audience that we uh, reached out to were inner cities, prisons, uh, juvenile facilities, uh, uh, homeless shelters. Uh, we traveled and, and we're still active to today. Wow. And yep. uh, have a team, have a team going, what have you. But, uh, travel from North Dakota to the New England states, and uh, um, that that's a that's a whole other experience. So, Bob, was there a show when you were a kid or in high school that you saw that you're like, "Wow, I really want to get into this type of work"? Well, you know, I, I was just I was just a partier, and I loved I loved going to parties. <laughs> you know, I mean, you love being around people. You, he's very yeah. uh, you know obviously likable <laughs> guy, and he, he loves just sitting shoot. T- t- when we first met, I don't know. Some of our phone conversations were like a couple hours, right? Really? Well, <laughs> that's not his fault. That's your fault. Well, I'll put an hour on myself right. and an hour on Bob. Uh, how okay, about that? that makes sense. <laughs> I like how we're sitting here talking about a hip Christian church as you're rocking the ACDC shirt today. Yeah, yeah. and you're rocking ASU. Absolutely. I am, but that's for a certain reason. So. <laughs> well, well, and and it, it all does tie together because the organization um, that I that I uh, started. Um, we then also got involved in chaplaincy programs um, with uh, first responders in different communities. And, and then from there, um, one day I was driving, I, I was at this point, I, I moved to Detroit lakes and we fest was going on. So what's we fest for those people that don't know. We fest WeFest was the king of kings, really. I mean, it was the it was the festival that uh, really led the industry. Um, you know, some could argue it wasn't the biggest and the best in the nation, but you surely could argue it was one of the biggest and best. And you were pushing and it, country music, uh, it, country music, and camping festival. Right. And Bob, how when at its peak, how many people were there on the daily? The biggest year that the festival ever had um, broke fifty thousand people a day. Fifty thousand a day. Fifty thousand. Not through That's the like three, two four Laramies days. and ten Cody's. That's a whole lot of Wyoming. That's a whole right lot there. of Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like most of the state is coming to WeFest. <laughs> yep. So that's a country music festival. It started in when did it start? Yeah. When was that? Eighty three. Eighty three. Nineteen eighty three. So had you been to WeFest before you got hooked up with them or? No, no. Um, as a matter of fact, I, as, as I was saying there, I, I drove by, saw this all going on, and I just thought, you know, this would be a cool place for our organization to come in 
and be uh, just just come in and be of service. You know, our our intent was that we could uh, just help people out. We could, uh, you know, whatever that meant. I guess we really didn't know, but we just thought we could come in and do do something uh, of service to the patrons. So how did you knock so on that door? That, how did you knock that? on that door? How did you get in there? That that's an yeah, interesting yeah. part. Yeah, so this is this is this is a fun little story. <laughs> I knew it was so, you guys, so you know. I uh, so I I after the show, after the festival is over, I called and I asked for the owner. And uh, knowing today knowing the, the the owner at that 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 was the owner at that time um, the fact that I even got into him is sort of amazing because he doesn't, he doesn't just take calls. Right. Right. And, uh, so I, I, uh, introduced myself and I just asked, I had something that I thought he'd really be interested in if I could meet with him. So I went in and I explained to him why counties and large cities have chaplains and, you know, for that particular week of the year, you're one of the biggest cities around. And here's some, here's some things that we could help um, and, and offer to, uh, in service for you. He was sort of scratching his head. And, he, and when he tells this story, he goes, you know, he was thinking, what the heck is this guy smoking? Going <laughs> <laughs> to set up a church in the corner? <laughs> yeah, right, right, you know. But he, he took it to his partners, which is an eclectic group of people at that time. And, uh, and I can just remember this unfolding. It, was, it, it, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, let's do it. You know, it was like, who's this? What's this all about? You know, blah, blah, blah. Thinking I'm going to come in and want to just uh, uh, shake the Bible and point in people's face and blah, blah, blah. So, um they let us come in, and uh, that first year, in that first year, there was nine of us uh, that, that covered the grounds. And uh, just, as I said, just, just going out, meeting people, just being of service. You know, if we could escort them or give them a ride or uh, help them out in any way, shape, or form, that's, that's just what we were doing. And uh, it, it evolved because... Uh, the the law enforcement got wind of us being there and the medical got wind of us being there and they quickly figured out how they could use us to their advantage. And, uh, we ended up, you know, if, 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 if somebody got, um, got in trouble and law enforcement really didn't want to take them to jail, they would give them, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to take you down. You're going to sit with the chaplains until you settle down or whatever. If there's any problem, we'll just come. We'll haul you to jail. But this is sort of your last stop before you go to jail kind of a thing. Or, and it was also, you know, if, if minors drinking, you know, and things like what? that, they would bring them, they would bring them to us and we would reunite them with the family. That never happens, right? Yeah, no, that never happens. <laughs> and then the medical was the same thing, is there was people that didn't need to go to the hospital, but they just didn't have the capacity to to sit with everybody. So we would, we, we sort of evolved into helping out that way as well. Um, so then 
Um, I also have a, a business background, and uh, I've I've been in a number of different uh, successful adventures business-wise. And as the as the owners got to know me, uh, they got to recognize that you know there's there's more value in Bob than just doing offering the service and. They started inviting me into the board meetings and what have you. And, and um, you know, the next thing you know, um, I'm on staff um, and uh, taking on more and more responsibility. We started some other festivals. You know, we, we did a, a Christian festival called Spirit Fest. Mm. Um, we did a jam band festival called 10,000 Lakes Festival. We did another one called High Plains Festival. Uh, we developed another one in Kansas City called Flatlands. Um, we uh, we did a number of standalone shows in uh, um, some of them were in in the Twin Cities, but also on the grounds. Um, it, and it just sort of evolved. And to 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 bring it sort of to the end here, um, I went from being a volunteer servicing the patrons to ultimately running the show. You were the general manager for how many years? Several. <laughs> Several. <laughs> don't want to go on so the record. So many, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't want to be on the record I, I, on I that. Yeah, right. I don't remember exactly which when, when I took over. Uh, but that's such a good story, um, right? Going from knocking on the door well, to volunteering to helping to all of a sudden running the whole show to its prime too, right? You just, yeah. I just want to make, make sure everybody knows, like, when it was in that 50000 a day, that was Bob as right. the GM. Well, and that's a traditional like entertainment industry story. It's kind of like Adam Carolla always says, if you want to get involved in radio or you want to get involved in movies, you want to get involved in any of that stars, a volunteer, you work your way up, you just stay there all the time. And eventually you're going to go from being the volunteer to being staff to being, you know, in front of yeah. it. Well, you're going to learn right. I, I, being there all the time. All the you're time. Learn. That's how I got into politics. There I started go. off as the first volunteer and ended up, you know, being paid staff after an election or two. That's, so. that's great. Yep. So, yeah. what was yeah. your best show at WeFest? The the one you the, the one that's most memorable. How's that? Oh shoot! Or um, artist encounter. How about that? Well, let's yeah, go with one, you know, two, and three. I mean, one, two, honestly, and three. <laughs> honestly, you know, so each year, each year is like eighteen or so artists. You right. Know? So I right. mean, it, it just. It, so you got I a plethora to choose time, from. Um, I mean, I, I, uh, so I'm, I'm a rock and roller, you know, in my, I'm a classic rock guy. Okay. That's, that's the, you know, so, um, working, working with, uh, well, working with the beach boys was fun working with Ringo Starr and the all-star band. Uh, that's cool. Steven Tyler, when he, uh, wait, I thought this was moment, a country music fest <laughs> when he had, when he had his moment in uh country music, right? Wait, well, Steven see, that Tyler was one had... thing that was cool. <laughs> that was one thing that was cool about uh we fest is every year we would do an out of box. Just, oh, okay. just someone, just somebody unique and special and the audience loved it. You know, um, by out of box, you mean not country, not country. Okay. Correct. And, uh, so, um, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, just just a, a, a whole slew of people. I mean, prior to WeFest, um, working with uh, Johnny Cash and Ooh. Billy Graham organization on some uh, crusades that Billy Graham was doing was was a phenomenal experience. Um, that you know, there's and and unfortunately, at my age, there's been a number of them that have passed. Uh, you know, since, you know, since I have had opportunity to work with them, you know, and, and um, I don't think that there's, there are a few artists and I'm not going to tell you, so don't, don't ask, but there are a few <laughs> artists that I would not really care to work with again. What? That's the juicy stuff. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I mean, that's just not, that's just not the path I take, you know, I mean, I, but I will tell you this much, the ones that I would probably not want to work with again are Christian artists. Oh, oh, wow. I wouldn't have thought that. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. You got you got, jo- yeah. you got a picture yeah. of Joan Jett back there, and I'm a fan of Joan Jett. <laughs> you have any story of I love I love rock and roll. I can't. I was about to say I love Joan Jett, but I think I just said that. Can you and name a song? No offense. I sang it to. Oh, that was earlier. Let's hear it. Oh, tell me about a Joan Jett story. Do you have a Joan Jett story? Because that um, chick is tough. She's she's, she's she, a brawler. It has to be a great uh, what, show. What too. can I tell? What can I tell you about, um, in our encounter with her? Um, uh, the, the the thing that's the thing that shocked me the most initially is how small she is. Oh yeah, right. yeah, she's tiny. She's, she's just she's just a tiny little gal, and, and a huge presence though on stage and yeah, performance, yeah, right? Like she's yeah. so small, but then she just owns the whole stadium or the whole crowd, like in a matter of seconds. And and she was very, you know, she's very gracious, and and she uh, when people are around her, she paid attention. You know, she didn't just, she didn't just brush you off and, and what have you. If, if she was engaged with you, she was engaged with you. And, uh, you know, that, 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 yeah, that was cool. 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 You promoted um, Willie Nelson too, right? I, I believe, right. We've had. Yep. Yep. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson is probably one of the artists that I would say in my experience is the most um, sensitive and to his to his audience and to his fans, and even at, at an old age, when when he could, I should say older age. It doesn't sound nice to say old age, <laughs> but, but when when he could have just walked off stage, got on his bus, and left. Right. Um, number one, it was hard to get him off stage. Those are the artists you like, right? At least as an audience member. Yeah. He's, he's got a repertoire, you know, I mean, three feet deep, whatever, you know, of, of music, you know, I mean, he can, he can just sit and play and play and play and play. And the funny thing is, is we all know the songs and we all would sing along with them. He, he, he was the one, one night he was on stage and uh, I mean, I, I, Shoot, he went 30, 45 minutes over. Wow. He was the fi- he was the final act. And afterwards, he stuck around and he met every uh, fan that wanted to meet him. He he stayed and I, I think he finally got on his bus about three o'clock in the morning. Wow. wow. Did you have any did it have any of those what are they? Would they be 
ordinances for time where you know you've got to cut off at a certain time and he's just going over and over and you're like, well, it's Willie, so we're going to let him play or we're going to try to roll him out? Well, um, we had we had a two a two a.m. Oh, curfew, so two a.m. And our main stage our main stage normally got done at twelve thirty, and then our secondary stage and other events took place um, throughout the the, the site. Um, and uh, so I mean, he you know he could go till two a.m. Nice. Know? It's not like have you, we have actually, you been up to we actually we actually. Uh, abused that 2 a.m. curfew once. Oh yeah. Who was it? Well, we had a, we had a rainstorm come through Oh, and we had, and we had to halt the show. And, uh, this is an interesting story. And it was, uh, Brooks and Dunn and then Tim McGraw that it was right before Brooks and Dunn was supposed to go on is when we had to call it. And I, I, I don't know if I should say that. I'm going to say it anyhow. So Might as well. We go. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Tell us the dirt. This, this isn't being recorded, is it? Now we're warming up, Bob. Now we're we just. Finally, <laughs> wait, we're recording there. We're recording there. Yeah, make we're sure. Good. Thank God. And, and I don't I don't necessarily fault them because at that time, and I kid you not, the, the roof that we had on our stage um the wind was blowing so much, the roof started to move. Ooh, time to yeah. leave. And and we had we had uh, two or three big forklifts. You know, the one that they're sort of like a payloader forklift. You know, right. real big ones that we actually ran cables down oh, to wow. them to hold the stage. Right. Wow. And That's uh, Brooks Brooks and Dunn were like, nope. "Well, it's over. You know, we're leaving." And Tim McGraw came up and said, what's your curfew? And we said, 2 a.m. And he said, you get me on stage, I'll play. Wow. That's cool. And, That's a cool artist. And then, That's stepping and up then right Brooks there. And, Dunn, and then Brooks and Dunn was like, well, bullshit. We're playing first. <laughs> <laughs> so all it took is a little peer pressure in their end. Oh, and I bet they all just, just went on, you know, just had a – an unbelievable performance because they knew that they were all amped up because yeah. of that whole thing. Yeah. And then the crowd just probably just loved it. So it was, it was, the storm was so bad. Um, we were on stage with squeegees and mops <laughs> and just trying to get everything dry and what have you. You're sitting we there. Finally, <laughs> Wait, where do you go when you're camping <laughs> in a storm like that? I'll in your back. camper. You're like in your little tent, it's blowing away. And then you hear him playing again at 1am. Well, in those Jared, you meet a lot of friends when weather comes that through. Have- so you're not in a tent. You're usually in somebody else's camper. I hope so it. what if you get wet? That's uh, right. Fair <laughs> enough. Here it comes. I mean, it's a festival. Yeah. You know, you're outside. Experience. I've actually you know? gone back and watched a couple YouTube videos on WeFest. Like, uh, oh, really? There's a, uh, what is it? Joe does or somebody does Do WeFest. Did you see Bob in there? I didn't see Bob, but I saw a lot of really, really, really drunk people that wouldn't care if water was on them. Well, or not. it's a good time. It is a good time. They're enjoying themselves for the weekend. They had a good time. So, so, so then Brooks and Dunn goes on, they, they do their set and they were supposed to, and again, I don't remember exactly, but I think they were supposed to do like 60 or 75 minutes. We shortened it a little bit. So, so Tim would have time and they went long. Of course. Ooh, a little poke in the bear. Poke in the bear. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this, this is something that just blew my mind. 
I, I never experienced anything like this before. I was standing on the side of the stage. Um, Tim, Tim was getting ready to go on and, uh, you know, wish him well, what have you. And, uh, uh, the lights go out and this, this is before, you know, nowadays they have like a 60 second commercial almost that they, they introduce themselves with. Right. Um, you know, so this was the M, the MC, you know, just saying, uh, you know, now Tim McGraw, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it, it goes black. Uh, Tim McGraw starts walking on stage and just the spotlight on him. And he walks out to the center of the stage and he puts his arms up in the air. And I'm telling you, I never felt the electricity in that stadium or arena like that ever before the, the, the audience just went nuts. Well, it's just, gotta be because you don't think you're going to see a show. You think it's all canceled. You've just braved, you know, the, the t- monsoon or the storm. And then the artists have come out and rocked and they're ready to go and want to go. Well, and Brooks and Don probably just crushed it, right. just smashed it. And yeah. then they went longer, which right. they know the crowd knows too. Like, right. Hey, this shouldn't hey, be this yeah. long. We're, we're in the deep cuts right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then it's just a pure eruption. And right. then all of a sudden, boom, we're going to go again. We got another hour and a half hour. Uh, we, we did another, we did another standalone show at Supass Ranch. Uh, it was the Moody Blues. Okay. And, um, that they did, they did their, they were scheduled for two sets with, you know, a break in the middle. And when it came just about to the break, it started to rain Uh-oh. and we just, we had to stop it for a little while. And it was just a little storm that came through. It was just more water than it was anything else. And then Moody blues came back out and people were soaked and they were out there and enjoying <laughs> Moody blues. And the number one thing you heard was I saw the Moody Blues outside in the rain uh-huh. in Detroit Lakes. Oh, that's <laughs> That'd be cool. Fun. That's really cool. It it's memorable sort of moments. Yeah. You know, yeah, tons sort of, of memories. Sort of a badge of honor. I remember when we started uh, 10,000 Lakes Festival, which was a jam band festival, as I said. Uh, that was a, about a year after, I believe, a year after Bonnaroo started, which is a, a is a big jam band festival, right, um, in uh, Tennessee. And uh, I can remember looking on their uh, website at some of the the comments that people made uh, about their first year, and there was this one email that was a, a lengthy email, and it was like. You know, we came to the show. We had to sit on the highway for hours. You know, we could barely get in. We finally get in. You know, there's no bathrooms or whatever. (laughs) The service was bad. And and then it rained and it was a mess and this and blah, blah, blah. And just went on for, you know, about all these these things. And he he ended it by saying, thanks for the time of my life. Oh, (laughs) that's a great email. So, Bob, how did you get hooked up with uh, Indie Country Fest? When yeah, did you first hear about them? So he hears about a little thing happening in North Dakota, yeah. Right. So yeah, what did yeah. you think when you first heard well, the... So, so um, as I said, um, I believe I referred to that uh, in 2014, after the 2014 show at WeFest, we, we sold the company. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and at that time... Um, we we really thought the team was going to stay intact at WeFest, but the 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 people that purchased it had a had a different different idea. Um, Corporate overlords. Corporate overlords. 
you know, so, and, and I guess that's, that's their prerogative. Obviously right. they, they Fair enough. the check. And, uh, so the team basically, uh, all got let go, um, over, over a period of time. It wasn't all at once, but over a, a short period of time. And I and my business partner, um, when we, when we got through, I mean, we were looking for other things to do and we were looking at other festivals and other events. Um, cause that's what you to, do to, to, huh? Cause that's what you do. That's what I, yeah. And try, you know, just figuring out what we were going to do and stuff. And, um, Luke, um, I'm not hundred percent sure how it all worked, but anyhow, he got a hold of my son-in-law and if, if I could say this, uh, the whole music thing has really been a family affair for the Bliss family. Um, you know, it sounds like it. Not only me, my kids, my uh, grandkids, and maybe our great grandkids. What? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pressure. Coming, so don't start any rumors. <laughs> Not that you know of. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, that's that's the truth. But, um, <laughs> Christmas surprise. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So, so uh, Luke Luke reached out to my son-in-law Corey, who um, while while I was running um, WeFest, I was really turning over the helm to Corey uh, to run the event, to be right. the operations guy, and and uh, and uh, he did that for a number of years. Um, which, uh, and he was very good at it. And, uh, Luke, you know, got wind that he wasn't at WeFest anymore. So he got, he got a hold of him and make a long story short, Corey came to work for Andy country fest. And so in, in 2018, um, with my son-in-law, um, running the operations for it, I thought, well, let's go see what, uh, what's, what's shaking in Bismarck, North Dakota. Actually New <laughs> Is anything shaking in Bismarck, North Dakota? Oh yeah, there was then. <laughs> That's yeah. just started. <laughs> little indie country fest. You were like, where's this yeah. cow at? All right. <laughs> what's yeah, right. this cow right. thing? Right. We're going to do a festival right. underneath it. And you see, as soon as you hit the big cow, turn left. Well, no, you get you you come to the edge of the earth and you jump. <laughs> no, that's where I'm from. That's Cody. Yeah, that's Wyoming, Wyoming. right? Where the wind blows and there's nothing else there. So, so, so then we uh, we ended up, uh, or I ended up coming out to to see the show, and um, I was impressed with a lot of things that Luke was doing right. Most, most festivals and events like that start as a glorified kegger. Right. And right. it's just, just a big party. And you know, you, you count the dollars afterwards and hope you made something or whatever, you know I mean? There's no, no real business plan. It's just how can we have the greatest time of our lives and Hopefully, pay for it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Luke comes in the opposite side. He wants to know all the, make sure all the T's are crossed, I's are dotted, everything lines up. So he wants to have fun, but he wants to make sure he can pay for it. Well, there's a business end of it. Right. right? It's well, a business. It's he wouldn't be in it if and it wasn't. Yet, and yet, and yet, Luke was very green in the in the in the industry and stuff. You well, know? I, I mean, mean there, there were things there were things I could I could. 
see that could be addressed immediately, so on and so forth, whatever. But but uh, he had a great business mind. Yeah, but that's the compelling thing about this story is you've got Luke, who's an insurance guy in Arizona who played collegiate football at North Dakota State. You've got Brandon, who's running a Bruno's Pizza. you got these two guys that have never put on an event before who are now putting on an event, bringing in talent, like pretty good talent to a spot that's never had it. And then they're hooking up with, you know, I don't want to call you old timers, but guys that have knowledge about the business and you're putting new with, you know, old and mixing it in and creating something really special. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I recognize that. And I, and, and, uh, and I saw also, and in my conversations with Luke is, you know, his plan wasn't how do we get to next year? His, his plan was what's this going to look like in five years? What's it going to look like in 10 years? Yeah. He's always thinking about those sorts of things. Yep. Yep. And that, and that, that's something that's unique. Well, and and he also brings a different perspective because when he looks at things, um, he sees it from kind of, I I don't want to say an outsider's view, but out of the box view where, you know, some festival things may have been doing things a certain way for a certain period of time. They've just never thought, Hey, what's going on over here? And you kind of have an outside vision to it. But then again, they have the connections in the, and the twist between the two has been amazing. I mean, now we've been together. Shoot, we're probably pushing about three years now. Ooh, and it's what, uh, what anniversary it's is that? Great. That paper? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right. right? Yeah. I think it's. I think the third year is carrots. 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 All right. Next I'll time, I'll take I, that with a side of ranch. Buddy. Next time I'm with you guys, all I'm bringing some carrots. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. Yeah. Continue. Go ahead. So, so, uh, um, and and and. Not only to see in the operation, it was, it, and I, I myself, you know, the thing that I learned very early in business is that the customer is your bread and butter. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, you know, if, you know, it doesn't matter what your, how right you might think you are or whatever, the customer is the one that's right. If you they're know, not spending no. their dollars, <laughs> right. right. Then we don't right. exist. Right. <laughs> And, and, um, and also, you know, maybe even going back to the story where I was telling you about how I first got into WeFest was through service, right? you know, and volunteering to serve people and stuff. I, I've, I've always been very um, attentive to the client or the patron's needs and desires. And, you know, how can we make it right? How can we make it work? How can we make this the best experience for you? possible. When I got to Indy Country Fest in 2018, it was obvious that that was at the top of the list of uh, priorities for this event as well. Right. And, and then I got, I, I got an opportunity to sit down with Luke and visit. And, uh, we had a, we had a really good, a, a really good conversation. Uh, and, and I was, you know, I just, I was just very impressed. And, uh, as I left the, the event, I called my business partner and I said, John, um, I think I found where we need to land. Well, Luke's spirit is a little bit infectious. It gets, me. <laughs> I don't know. Can you say that in today's world right now? That's a- so 
Fast forward to 2020, you guys were having meetings and meetings and meetings, right? About what you were going to do, how this thing was going to go off. What are we doing with COVID? It was kind of a stressful, would we call it six months, four months? Well, it's probably, it's still, it still is, right? It's still moving target. But you know, what's amazing to me through this whole thing and the team that we have is that uh, I, I feel we even got even stronger and stronger through this whole thing. Right, you know, nobody was like on the edge of like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, this is too stressful. It, what we did is we we put the blinders on and just kept moving forward. Po- well, it's the Luke you know? Schaefer motto, positivity, positivity, positivity. Well, that's the only way to look at it, you right. know, in, in today's world. And with the mix of from, from if you want to say the, the, you know, from our end of it to the mix of the whole team, I mean, the dynamics is, is very unique. Right. It's very unique, and I don't think you can get that in even many other industries. Right. And and uh, the gelling that has come with our team in the last even just three years is is quite amazing to me because right. we can do things quickly, we can do things very efficiently, yes. and we can do things that's backed with decades of experience. And it's 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 very it's very unique. And, and we can do them in a fresh way. That's right. We're you know. We're, you know, we're, we're, it's, it's all of our desires that you might, you might call us a small event today, but we, we're going to lead the parade. And even, even in 2020, as we were going forward and uh, other festivals and other businesses and other, everybody else was like, postpone, postpone, uh, postpone. we got to shut down. Mm-hmm. We're like, uh-uh, no, we're, we're going to figure out how to do this. And, uh, um, and, and it wasn't that we were thinking, you know, throw all caution to the wind and throw a big COVID super. No. Uh, party, <laughs> <laughs> it was, how do you get past this? Cause it was a daily discussion. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and we developed a very comprehensive safety protocol manual. And, and I say it this way when I've talked with others, it, it's, I, I've never seen, for instance, what Walmart's manual looks like, but I, I would dare to say it's on the same level. You know, we're, we're looking at how do we stay open safely and, and provide this for our, for our uh, patrons in, in a in a fashion that we can all still come together, have fun, and be safe. I've seen that manual. And it's like this big around here, isn't it? Well, just that one specific for that is about thirty two to thirty four pages. That's crazy. And that got in the hands of you know the industry's world leaders, right? And right. they were like, "This is probably the best one we've seen." Well, and the crazy part know? about this is it's all evolving on a daily basis, right? Like things are changing in such a a rapid manner, what we, you may have going on right now in two months may be completely different. Right. So, but the thing is and we the, realize and industry, that. And as, as Luke said, you know, we, 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 uh, gave this manual, if you will, or this, whatever to, to, uh, our artists and their agents, you know, to let them know what we're doing as well. And we had, we had uh, requests. Can we use this and adapt it for us? And you know, our first response, no, in our mind, <laughs> pay yeah, me. You know, show me, show me the money. 
Right. <laughs> wow. But at the same time, ASU. but at the same time, that's that's really the price you pay to be a leader. Is if you're on the front, people are going to always want what you're known to to copy and to 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 do what you're proving to be right and effective. And when it comes to comes to the industry. Uh, you know, we want to be team players and well, even, uh, even right now, you guys are still out there advertising. You're still doing the lives, uh, for Facebook, Instagram, uh, radio state, what 120 radio stations still, you're still still pushing all that where most Mm -hmm. of these other festivals, uh, you know, we live in the country thunder demographic and i don't we never hear any of that zero nothing so like other than postpone 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 and at that time and still today you know and a lot of people well i've never mentioned it to you know out loud i guess you know out you know in public but um at that time you know we were getting calls and requests from other festivals from coast to coast right saying Hey, you guys are still out there. You guys are still doing. How are you doing this and all this kind of stuff? And and still today, you can see and some things that we do and implement. You know, every are there's people watching, and then all of a sudden, hey, you know, okay, that they're using that now. That's cool. Good for them. You know, or that you know other things we've implemented that the industry's never seen. You know, and then all of a sudden, it's popping up on on the East Coast and the West Coast and other other so, venues. So in a few, so in a few short years, we got the attention of the industry and we are a leader. You know, we, we, we're, we are ones that uh, people are looking at. So if that's the case, the only real festival I was paying attention to was highway 30. So does that mean I get to see you in a hot tub soon? No, that's my dream. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So Bob, I got in trouble last week because I forgot and Luke forgot. If you could be doing anything right now in a post-COVID world without any care, what would you say? Uh, what would you be doing? Yeah, what would you be doing? Not music related. Not music related because you know, that seems to be. What's that phrase? You love what you do. You never work a day. I don't know. Right. Those things. What would I do? Non-COVID? Non-COVID. Non-COVID. Non-music. Non-music. Shit. Shit. <laughs> wow. All right. You really like doing that then. <laughs> I think you're going to do that anyway. Hey, touche. I, I, I would, I would be, Ever I would, out, Bob. I would, be, <laughs> I, would, I would be sitting on the Gulf of Mexico. Really? Uh, with a toddy in hand and uh, yeah. enjoying the sun, the scenery, the waves, and um enjoying life you'd be uh, sitting on I the mean, beach well i, I never would have guessed that i'd do that that hey well now done. if you're talking i mean if you're talking business i mean that's a different story but i mean no. you know no, i am i am so i am so through with covid these <laughs> lockdowns this you know hey. come on right. you know? the world my I, friend the world i want to be you know i'm with you i want to be on a beach with a a leaded pop a leaded know, pop a leaded pop what is that jared maybe a mojito oh you're a mojito guy you mojito. make those okay. yeah i do and a cigar right that, okay. that'd be my preference preferably okay. i guess and- cuba as long as they're not, I'm more of a woods guy. Yeah, and just sitting there by the fire and just you hanging out. You want to go up to the, you know, Coors, ice cold Coors lights. Yeah, 
You know, Couple the, of red the, fireball. Oh, <laughs> fireball you're a man balls. of simple needs. Simple yeah, things, and the right? dogs. It, it's weird, right? But it is like the the that kids and the dogs and me and the you know. My drink requires <laughs> muddling and mushing and eighteen components. <laughs> A beach, a flight. Yeah. Mine's a shotgun rifle on a four-wheel drive. That may be <laughs> illegal in some states, you know, or most states. You're like, hey, I just yeah. load up the kids in the uh, army green whatever SUV you got now and head yeah. north for an hour or two, and you're good. That's great. Bob, thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you so much and everything uh, that we're about to do together at ND Country Fest. And and it's uh, always a joy for me every single day. You know what, Luke? We may have a new segment. We may have story time with Bob. That would be good. Ooh. Well, we may have to talk about that with yeah. Bob Offset. I, mean, I think I think and, it would and, be good. And the next I one. mean, we just went forty three. We didn't think we were going to do twenty. <laughs> Wait till he talks about what what's that MIG fuel, and that's a whole nother story. All right. <laughs> oh, I got a bottle of right here. <laughs> All right, coming to coming to a cave near you. Whoa! <laughs> I love it. All right, Bob, thanks for showing up. Thanks for being a great guest. And I look forward to meeting you in person. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Bob. We'll see you later. Peace. Hey, we'll see. Brothers and sisters, I hear you asking yourself day after day, what am I going to have for lunch? Do I want another burger? No. Do I need another taco? No. Brothers and sisters, may I introduce you to Bruno's Pizza. The bread. Possibilities. Who knows pizza? 910 East Front Avenue online at brunosnd.com. Can I get a napkin? We are snowballing our way <laughs> on into Ralphie's top three. This is where we get our great friend Ralphie on the phone and we give him his top three, whatever the subject is, and then he gives us what his greatest top three is items are ralphie good to see you is that frosty the snowman or is that the ralphie himself what? what'd you say oh, <laughs> it was ruined by whatever your internet was oh. oh can we see it one more time let's see it what, what was it i was trying to pull a luke at the end of the show Snowballing away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was good. That was good. Oh. We'll have to steal that later. That was pretty good. <laughs> we can throw. Uh, we can throw the little snowman there. Ralphie, are you are you ready for the top three today? I'm it's good ready. to see you. I like that hat. It looks nice and green. Huh? Right, it's very festive. It very festive. I got it for the holidays. Blend in with the trees. It's green. I can scare my kids. Ah. <laughs> I would have worn my red one today, but Luke said bring the elf hat. So here I am. There it is. It's looking good. Here we go. Ralphie's top three in the spirit of the Christmas season. Yeah. Your favorite top three Christmas decorations. Think about that for a minute. Charlie Charlie Brown's ugly, ugly Christmas tree. Kind of more of a Scrooge type. Whoa, what's up, Grinch? Right. Um, three. I think uh, seeing wreaths on doors and like even fences nowadays. You know, that's probably my third one. You get. You get. We're going with wreaths. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm building it up. You get invigorated by the wreath on the front door gate. 
<laughs> just it's majestic. Okay. okay. All right. Better. There's a, some symbolism to that. Right. Well, that's another show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two. <laughs> Um, <laughs> in honor of Bob, <laughs> I would have to say ornaments. Uh, ornaments, like like that's not a decoration. <laughs> now we're getting into like separate things. Ornaments are a whole other category. Come on, what? Yeah, I'm saying ornaments, like putting them on the tree, spending them. You know, you got the family. You got one person taking them out of the box. Giving them to the kids, the kids running it to you. You've obviously looking up the kids to hang it on the tree. Okay. You know, I could see you've that. never been to my house. That. I'm not allowed to touch one ornament. Everything has to go in a specifically specific area. <laughs> well, it's got like 150 to 200 ornaments on the tree. She only cares about they are perfect. So whoa, I well, know. Do you put the hooks on? Is that what it is? I don't do anything. You don't do anything. I literally you bring get, the boxes. You get the boxes tote in. Out. They stay out for a week or two as she gets everything perfect. So. <laughs> All right. Hit that button, Jared. Ralphie's number one holiday Christmas decoration is. Remember, remember I'm the Scrooge, right? I hate holidays. I hate Cole? it. You do I not. You play out of, out of my routine. But uh, lately, Christmas lights on houses. Oh, like okay. those, like big ones, not like one strip to make it look good. <laughs> I'm talking about big production. You gotta like, look at Luke's. Luke's like you're talking about two thousand bulbs, like right? Oh, you're like talking, like, bringing in big generators. Your neighborhood's yeah. a little Christmassy. It very well is. Yeah, there's lots of Christmas lights down there. I I could dig that. I, I'm a big house light neighborhood light drive up show these houses now and you have to turn the radio station to get the music and so brandon we have uh and you're like my world of illumination we have a friend <laughs> or a, a couple of our friends actually competed in the which one's on abc the great christmas light fight special i can't remember yeah i don't know I don't one of those two shows is. they did their house up he had so many christmas decorations that he when he was putting them up in the loft of the garage and they weighed so much, they did $10,000 worth of damage to, like, the arches and support, and he had to get it all fixed. Oh, really? Yeah, it's amazing. But if you go, <laughs> if you go back and check it out on YouTube, um, it was crazy because originally they wanted to film here in July and do mm -hmm. Christmas in July. Oh, sure. And he's like, no, I'm not going to get up and sweat to death putting all these Christmas yeah. decorations up in oh, July. Cool. And then we were all out there, reality TV, filming right. it and doing all that stuff. But it was amazing. Like my favorite Christmas decoration, a wreath that, that he, he gave. He, you. he did, and it looks amazing. That's like everybody cool. comes around. Where and do like, you? Where did you get that wreath? Yeah, and it's gigantic, and it sits up in front of the archway. And in your house, uh, outside? outside, and it just uh, glistens, twinkles, twinkles, twinkles. Okay, it just looks great. So, right, Lukey, cool. what's yours? What? Is yours? The, my favorite Christmas are they the decoration? blow up decorations no. that your wife and no. daughter do for the older people around the corner? Oh, which is that's a cool true. Idea. Yeah, yeah. My, my, you know, that's not my favorite, but we you know, I'll talk about that real quick. There's yeah. some older folks that live around the corner, and my wife and my kids uh, sneak around uh, one night, and then they put up a bunch of Christmas lights and blow ups in their yard, and then they plug them in, and then they kind of knock on the door, and then take off, and then they come out, and they're like, oh, and, it's and Brandon comes out, cool. get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they do that, and that's pretty cool. No, but my favorite, um, you know, my favorite Christmas decoration is 
is literally silver bells on streetlights. Streetlights. Yeah. Where, where can I see these silver bells you on streetlights? You got to find yourself some, bro. We need to go look for them. <laughs> I want to see them. We're looking tonight. <laughs> That's it. Ralphie, do you have anything else for this Christmas spirit of the season? <laughs> I don't have anything. He's speechless. Does Bruno's have like a cookie, like yeah, a cookie is there pizza? Cookie pizza or or what's no, the deal? Candy cane cookie pizza, pot roast pizza, polar it. bear express. What we tried it on a brownie, put a little frosting on it, crunched up uh, peppermint, candy canes, Ooh. and it didn't turn out. Oh, oh, there's always next year. <laughs> All right, Ralphie, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Our batteries are going dead too. So we'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye, Ralphie. <laughs> All right, stage left. Jared, you had an amazing weekend. You were all smiles and, and talking trash about my NDSU Bison, and you're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. This they week, would never have a chance. Blah, 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 blah. They would have rolled the Bison the way they were playing on Friday. So I would say, what did I text you back? Do you remember? If not, I'll tell you right now. I would say all this means is that NDSU then now would just be tied for the back 12 right. South with USC. Right. <laughs> with two wins? Well, USC's yeah, got four or five. Yeah, like, you know what I was hoping what, for? ASU's only played two games, three, three games. Three games. We're yeah. one and two. I was hoping that we would get to play U of A at zero and three again and just beat up on them for two <laughs> two weeks in a row. It was an amazing game. Like uh, Your cool. Arizona State Sun Devils played the University of Arizona. So our hated rival. We game. hate them. And it was insane. Like I, I've never watched a football game that was that out of control i don't think it was bad i so it's a five o'clock start five o'clock start rivalry game in the state not because it has to happen at five o'clock like five o'clock on saturday i'm okay but Uh i'm still trying to get out of work at five o'clock so i leave about five ten minutes early i think if i can make it home in about 20 i won't miss any of the game Mm -hmm. get in my car check the score right at like five o'clock and we're already up seven zero, right? Yeah. Go, go one mile more, check the, check the score. It's 14 zero. And I'm like, what the heck happened? We're only 10 minutes into this game and it's already 14 zero get home. I'm a mess. Like I've got to supposedly make dinner for mom and the wait, wife. where were you watching the game at home? Like I'm not we, going out. Oh, you said you got home. I got home. I was getting ready to throw on the TV. Oh, to watch the game. To watch the oh, game. Okay. You were somewhere else. The roommates are all well. I was at work. <laughs> so. Oh really? Yeah, it's a five o'clock start. Oh, that's Friday. right. It was a Friday. Sorry. Right. So I'm leaving. I'm trying to drive home because you know. Right. Want to go watch the game? Right. And they're talking about what they want for dinner, and I'm all crabby because I want to watch this game that we're rolling, and it didn't matter. Like I made dinner. And came out, and we were up twenty four zero. Maybe what did you one? make, cat? <laughs> Get it, the Wildcats. Yes, no. <laughs> I, I don't even remember. I think we did leftovers because I was not in the mood. I'm just like, <laughs> here you go. Um, and then it was just the rest of the night. Score, 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 score. They couldn't stop anything. The rails had officially fallen off of the University of Arizona. Oh, yeah. That was a coach that that wanted to get fired. Like, I I can't imagine. Like, there was nothing there. There was no control on that team. It was just completely, completely. And it wasn't like we were trying to run the score up. All we did was run the ball for the last quarter and a half. And And you could tell those players 
really didn't care. Yeah. Have you ever been on a team like that? No, never. And I don't never. I don't think I have. It was like, you know, never. you're just like, and maybe that's, I don't know if that's someone's fault. Mm-hmm. I find it ironic and I like it because, um, God, I don't know how many years ago, six, seven years ago mm-hmm. when, uh, we were trying to hire a replacement for Erickson, that replacement right. was supposed to be someone. And he left us at the church or at the altar to go to Texas A&M. Well, that, that well, you can't blame a guy for that, right? I mean, oh. Texas A&M, Texas A&M. I'm I, not going to blame him for that. Texas I, A&M is a legit, real deal job. Allegedly, right? not saying ASU is that, not, but, it, but I, ASU is not Texas. I understand A&M. that. I'm a little. I, I you're saying somebody would take the ASU job, job over like, but. Texas himself. But it's a little like getting left at the altar, right? At the last minute. Not really. He was going to sign, and then Texas A&M came and swooped it up, right? Yeah, well, I bet the payroll is a lot different, oh, too. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. So like, like you're, going, you're you're getting, you're marrying, you're leaving a seven or an eight for a ten. Like, what's Herm getting here? Two million? Three million? Yeah, but he's on a sweetheart deal. Like, Well, let's let's just say it's three million, right? Well, it Texas probably A&M be, was probably six. No, Texas A&M was probably 10 or 11. Okay, well, then he's tripling. Someone's getting seven. So... Well, let's just talk. Let's just talk this through. Okay. No, you're I, about to get ASU and you're going to give you I understand that, $2 million. Right? It doesn't mean I can't be bitter. <laughs> have you, do you not have that ex-girlfriend just, that left you for somebody else and just, you're not bitter about you it? You just talk just pure salary. Not a lot, not all the rest of the I, I, I get, magnificent nostalgia of Texas A&M yeah, football. And the losing seasons and getting fired unceremoniously <laughs> and then having to take a job at U of A and then getting fired <laughs> unceremoniously. Unceremoni- you're such a homer, but that's okay. I, I well, like that's it. my team. I love it. That's yeah, my voice. Yeah, I mean, you should like, be. You like, should be. <laughs> I love my devils. And it was just sweet. Like the only thing that would be sweeter. He left us at the altar uh, for 2 million. He left and got 12 million. That was better. I hate him. We, well, it was a done deal. Like when you're watching the coaching right. things, it was done deal, done deal, done deal. And so much of a done deal that our AD at the time, uh-huh. you know, Mr. Had an issue colored suit was the new AD for Texas A&M in a Texas A&M suit. And you're just like, ah, college football. You will have to say, though, too, those years that he, uh, not that I'm, well, I am just saying, he had some great years at Texas A&M during that time. Not really. He did. Too. <laughs> he did, too. Look him up. They were good. Yeah, they were not good. He did too. There's a reason why you not get towards fired. the end. Okay. I mean, I don't even think he had one good year. Well, eventually, uh, you know, there's well, there's two kinds of coaches, ones that just got hired and the ones that are about to get fired. Well, I mean, there's a fact like Herm eventually is going to get fired. He's not going to be there forever. Wow. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, probably. No, that's a fact, right? Dennis Erickson fired. Yeah. Well, Who was Graham before God. him, but after him fired. Cutter fired. Cutter fired. I'm all happy. They don't stay. Every coach I'm happy. They that's, come in and I'm like, it's about the W call. Uh, when they're all every, great guys, I'm sure. When they come like, in, I'm happy as hell. And then when they leave, I'm happier. Than, and then I'm I'm burnt. Like that's because you like the new shiny toy, uh, dude. When, when this is our year. When Erickson this is our guy. Our, the last game, <laughs> Erickson coached. I'm like, I'm not coming back. I'm done. I can't handle this team anymore. And then, and then, then they hire Todd Graham, and I'm in. Then they I, called and said, would you like to renew your season passes? Yes, yeah. can I get six more? And all it took was going <laughs> to one coaching event and him going rah, 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 and I'm like, I'm in. I'm sold. And then we get we fire him, and we bring in Herm. And I'm like, Herm? Practice? No. You know, that guy? <laughs> where You can't win? Soundbite? And I'm like, no, I'm done. And then all it takes is one game, and I'm back in. And I guess I am a homer. It's my boys. Well, you should be. Went there. There's a lot of, but that was some interesting dialogue there. 
he loved, he anyway, they beat but him 70 to 7. There's a little a, bit of that. So amongst my friends, and we were all a bunch of hardcore tailgaters, right. season ticket holders. You guys have so much pent up you know, energy, right? There now. is. There's a lot of issues. A, a, it's a tragedy. Party school. Well, yeah, but it's a, we're a football tragedy. We're like a Greek tragedy. Like you get built up. We're the Greek hero. We're getting here. We're banging away. Everything's going right. The program's growing right. We're getting good recruits. And then all of a sudden, whoosh and losing season. Lucy comes in, losing season, new coach out the door. And then it starts all back over again. Like ideally, you know, and, and any football team now, whether it's college or pros or even high school, I mean, if you don't have a good quarterback, and then you got, and they have an excellent quarterback right now. Well, but in the past, it's been, and it's a weird season. I mean, we played USC last weekend or two weekends ago. Uh, USC? No, that was like a UCLA. Month ago. We yeah. played US, UCLA, right? And then the game before that that we played was USC four or five games ago, and we haven't played for an entire month, right? That's because. The because COVID of COVID, hit, yeah. because of the pandy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then UCLA hasn't missed a game at all, right? And they're just rolling in to play us. We played one game in a month, and then mm. we've been dealing with the pandy the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is just a weird season because how is that fair? We kept it close, but we hadn't played, right? Right. And so then we roll into this game. We actually had a friend of ours um, – legitimately the night before the game go well if we lose this game tomorrow you know are we gonna fire herm and i'm like seriously why would you fire anybody when we got a really good recruiting class coming in and it's been a pandemic season where we played two games so far i don't know ask all those coaches that got fired last weekend well, <laughs> ask someone Whoa. oh anyway you killed him 70 to 7 it was good that was a great segment a great a great thing for the jared great win it was great i, I did I, have I, something i have this i've got these you're all excited yeah what did you do the, actually some chickens i what? smoked some chickens we took my mom out for some uh ride around for some christmas lights oh. some were good some were bad it was fun but what we really did do is that my wife and i went shopping for christmas gifts oh where'd you go you actually went all out? over yeah we went out and did why it. why yeah you didn't we could. nobody was out there was it empty yeah nobody was out where'd there. you go did you go to the mall no we didn't go to the Not mall we just went to a couple uh we just went to like a target and then we went to walmart and then we went to uh like a kohl's i think that was my biggest frustration on friday when i got home huh. is i want to watch this football game it's on and why the heck are all these people out? It seemed like a normal on Friday. They're coming home from work, coming home from work. But it seemed like a normal. It seemed like more of a like a December or a holiday Friday where people oh. were going out shopping. Could have been trying to do some eating out and stuff like there that. There wasn't anybody out when we did it. What's what's crazy, though, when we go shopping, it's kind of like we shop, but we don't. My wife's not a huge shopper either. Right. So we go out. And a lot of times we're just screwing around and, and throwing stuff around and it's, it's pretty fun. It's funny, but we had a good time and we did that and there wasn't many people out and we uh, loaded up and we were almost done. We're almost, almost done. done. Almost done. We just got a couple more I things started. That's it. Got any ideas? Well, we got three kids. Yeah, you got to get so That's it. a little different. You, do you yeah. remember the Sears catalog? Did you get the yeah, you circle your stuff? Circular stuff. And yeah. when you lived in like BFE like I did, <laughs> my parents would have to order it out and hide it, and they were never really good at hiding it. So that was the weekend. It was pretty good. It was fun. We got a lot of stuff done. Congrats to the Arizona State Sun Devils, which you know what? I am a fan as well. I do want you to Forks be up. so successful because I want some great football. It's a great action. way to end the season. All right. 
Hey, you know what, Jared? How can they find us on the podcast in Luke Schaefer? That's your part, my buddy. I know. I want to test you. How do oh, you know? That's easy. So any you can find us on any podcast platform that you like, especially, hey, we're on iHeart. You know? We are iHeart we're Media. On iHeart we Media. are on them. Actually, we didn't select them. They selected us, and they we got on there. That's pretty cool, right? Exactly. I didn't email them or submitted <laughs> at all. No, Luke Schaefer. No, you didn't. I did. Oh, you did. <laughs> Well, you didn't say that last time when I said, hey, our radio station, we were on there. And you're like, really? We got on iHeart? I I submitted us. We got on. I posted it on Facebook. And then you're like, oh, our iHeart Media Radio stations noticed it. Okay. Well, Jared forgot what he said earlier. So now he's changed. Oh, we mind. have tape. So we'll you go can. back. We'll go back. <laughs> I'm right. So you can go ahead and find us on iHeart, iHeart, um, iHeart Podcast. iHeart Media. You can go iHeart Media. You can go to iTunes. You can go to all that good stuff. You can find us there anywhere where you find your podcast. And then once you're done with that. My you, favorite part. I'm just going to take this. You're going to go. No, I want to do this one. <laughs> I want to mix it up. I want to see you go to YouTube. I want you to see our beautiful faces and like subscribe, hit the notification button. So every time Ralphie uploads something new, it'll just bing, bing, bing. And we do have quite a bit. And And I will say that again, because there is, uh, we've got some major traction in the last, there's a ton of content out there that the light jumper boys here have shot. And that's where you can find us. And we'd like to get that up. So that we can get something special when we get a hundred subscribers. Get those hundred subscriptions because we're getting out there fast and we're getting there quick. Hey, you know what? If you like what you're about to hear, these are our boys from Quaker City Nighthawks. They love it. They love them. We love you. But you know what? Here's to you. Here's to me. You know the rest. And we are 